Good morning, Top Fan Rivalry followers. It's Friday. We're all still stuffed. We're all, we ate too much. My three guests right now have been complaining about stomach aches before we started, but that's okay. We will all survive. We live in a great part of the world where we can enjoy this type of stuff. So I went crazy on you the day after Thanksgiving. So Wednesday, I brought you a new guest, um, a White Sox guest. Today, I'm bringing you some returning guests. So I got Philip on, who uh, you may know him on YouTube and or Instagram as Food and Fitted, Fitted, I should say. And I got Jackson and Thomas, who are Chop House Chatter, and you may know them on Instagram and or uh, YouTube as well. And if you're not following these guys, make sure that you're subscribing and following to these guys. But boys, happy Friday. Did we eat too much yesterday? That's all I need to know. I always eat too much. <laughs> Yeah. There's, there's no calories don't count on Thanksgiving. Jackson was sitting there shaking his head, and I'm thinking, hey, fellas, this is a, a audio thing. Jackson, use your words, please. <laughs> Thomas, is this what it's like to co-host with him? You, you ask him a question, he shakes his head. Not yeah. at all. I mean, he's a great co-host where he's huge. I mean, look at his, his handle, <clears throat> top fan stats guy. He's throwing all the numbers out there that I've never even thought of. So, hey, I love Trust having me. him as a co-host. Oh, trust me, in the weekly review, I get it, but I love it. All mm -hmm. right, so for those of you listening, as you know, Top Fan covers all 30 teams. And as you know from last season, we go through and we get groups of people together that are from different teams. So today we're going to talk a little bit about the Braves. Um, both, all three of these boys are Braves fans. So for the next 20, 25 minutes, we're just going to talk about the Braves um, and see where we get. So Thomas, I'm going to let you lead us off. Your overall it. thoughts on the 2023 season. Now, I love that you put me in leadoff. I love hitting leadoff when I was playing. But as far as um, 2023 season, Braves were leading the whole time. I mean, we have had the best team the entire season, the entire like, the entire regular season, which is why I want to put us at a B grade for the entire season as a whole because we kind of fell off the cliff as soon as the regular season ended. Don't okay. get me started on the whole playoff situation. Just know as a whole <laughs> – Giving us a B. Regular season, A plus. Entire season, a B. So that's where I'm standing at. Entire season, a B. Okay, Philip, what about you? Thoughts on the 2023 season? Well, being in NASCAR country here in the Carolinas, I got to compare it to leading three-fourths of the race, and then you run out of gas on the, on the white flag lap, you know. <laughs> and, and to lose to the Phillies, of all teams, the Phillies. I mean, it could have been worse. It could have been the Mets. But, you know. <laughs> to lose to Captain Hairdo and the Phillies, it's just, <laughs> you know, like I said, it's so close and it's so great. I, I, I work at a high school and we we went three games into the playoffs and we lost. And even though it was our only loss of the season and we're 12 and one, everybody's still kind of like, ah, we we thought we had it all. And that, that's kind of how it felt all year, all the regular season was the Braves are killing, they're killing. It's going to be coasting all the way to and then flop for the second year in a row. Jackson, your thoughts. My thoughts is they were a bloop and a blast away from beating the Phillies. It, it just felt, I don't know. People say that the Phillies dominated the Braves. I give the Braves an A. Baseball's a weird sport. I feel like they could have won all three games that they, I mean, two of the three games that they lost because Brian Snicker handed the Phillies game three. But that's for a different, a different time. I don't want to talk about that. But they could have won game one and they could have won. Uh, game four, yeah. so it, I, I give them an A. They they had a historic season. They hit a ton of home runs. 
Ronald Acuna was crazy. So I give him an A because guess what? They're just going to run it back with basically the same team or a better team next year. So, yeah. So being a Dodger fan, I know how you guys feel. Trust me. We weren't even supposed to win the division. It was supposed to be the Padres. And we pull up a 100-game win season, which is shocking. I'm wondering how we did that. And then our pitching was really what I thought that our pitching was going to be all season. Um, Mookie and Freddie went one for 21 in that series. And the one hit was an infield single. So, I mean, we didn't we didn't stand a chance. So I, I feel your pain, fellas. I feel your pain. Now, baseball is not an individual sport. It's very much a team sport. You have nine players uh batting you have nine players on defense so it's an it's individual in a very unique sense but it's it's a team sport jackson let's lead off with you here on this so ronald acuna jr wins the mvp he had a phenomenal season compare his season to the overall season for the braves and i'm not i'm not trying to say well gee we'd give up the uh we'd win the world series give up his MVP, yeah, no kidding. But compare compare the two things, individual as a team. Uh, I mean, as a team, I think season and the postseason went how, you know, Ronald went. When he was getting on base, the team was scoring. In the playoffs, you know, a four-game sample size is so small to call it a playoff choke, per se. You're facing really good pitching in the playoffs. It's hard to get on base. You know, obviously the at-bats were limited, but, you know, I feel like the season as a whole was as Ronald goes, the team goes. The stretches where he, I mean, cool, you can say cooled off, only hit 300. You know, poor guy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sure. You know, the, the team kind of slowed down for a couple weeks, you know, when he wasn't, he didn't have, you know, his pop, but, you know, he picked it right back up in September and the, the team went again. So I, and, you know, in retrospect, he was the best player on the best team in baseball. And as he goes, the team goes. And I don't think that's a bad thing. To have your best player kind of power your team because that's kind of his job. <laughs> Makes sense, uh, Philip. Um. Oh, we're talking about Acuna. Here, all right. Let me change hats to La Bestia. Ah, uh, <laughs> I love Acuna. I love watching him play. The only time I was ever disappointed with Acuna was after the loss to the Phillies, and he just kind of skedaddled out of the the locker room. Um. But uh, you know, yeah, I'll take. Acuna doing well all season long if it puts us in that position where we can advance to the league championship series. But somebody has to step up when you're when Acuna gets a little cold. Somebody has to to fill in the blank there. Mm-hmm. Agreed, agreed. Uh, Thomas, your thoughts? I think Acuna winning the MVP and then the Braves losing how they did in the playoffs proves that he is deserving of the MVP, which is why he was the unanimous vote getter of the National League. When he fell off, the team falls off. He's that spark plug at the top of the lineup that leads the team. So when he is in a drop, when he's not playing well, the team just they they falter for it. So that proves that he's even more of the MVP than everyone already thinks he is. No, I, you bring up a good point. Uh, and I like that. I like, I listen, I, the Dodgers have had tw- plenty of, uh, individual wins, individual awards. Uh, we had rookie of the years for like 30 years in a row. It felt like, um, but it doesn't mean anything unless you win the big dance, right? It's awesome that somebody wins something, but if you, if you don't even get invited to the dance, uh, 
you know, you have the dance card in front of you, but you weren't invited. What does it matter? <laughs> and I'm sure if we asked Ronald, um, I mean, he's called a couple of times. I had to send him a voicemail, but I'm sure if we had a chance to talk to him, he'd say I'd give up that for, for a ring. Right. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, so let's switch gears here. So we know what happened in 2023. We, we know where the MVPs were. Let's not belittle the fact that it didn't go. Only one team didn't get eliminated, and that's the way it works out. Guess what? In 2024, there's going to be 29 teams that get eliminated. Only one's going to get jewelry. 2025, there's going to be 29 teams that get eliminated. Only one's going to get jewelry. It's the way it works. Mm-hmm. Um, let's shift gears. Let's talk about key moves in 2024. So, Philip, I'm going to take it to you on this one. Why don't you lead us off on this and tell me um, what do you think the Braves' key moves should be or need to be all right who do we need to get maybe somebody (laughs) and hit and has reportedly said that he's interested in coming to atlanta so uh yeah some uh a little additional help there in the dh and uh maybe uh some pitching help too so you know come on otani i'll buy you a waffle house (laughs) i'll buy you waffle house it's not in and out, but you know we 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 got to the varsity. So, <laughs> so okay. So you like uh, going after uh, you like going after Otani. Good. Uh, what three year contract? What's yeah. that? A three year contract because I think he needs another another year to kind of get fully healthy. So we might just DH him for one year and then pitch him after that. Okay. Okay. I like that. I like that, Thomas. What do you think? What what are some key moves that the Braves need to do? Pitching, pitching, and more pitching. We had the best offense in the entire major leagues throughout the whole season. So I don't think you need to touch something that's not broken. But we limped into the playoffs with one and a half good pitchers. You had Spencer Strider, 20-game winner. You had Max Freed, who was a shell of himself. Who he, he still is a great pitcher, but he still wasn't that second in the uh, voting in Cy Young that he used to be. So one and a half good pitchers. You saw how game three was. We lost 10 to two. And just like what Jackson was saying, we should – we there was chances to win both game one and game four. That was Spencer Strider starts in the postseason. So if we can get more pitching to go along with this great batting team, make us a complete team all around, we're good. We're there. Like that. Uh, Jackson, what do you think? I, I think uh, Alex Anthopoulos has covered most of what we needed this offseason already. Um, going out and getting Aaron Bummer, another lefty who has been historically good, I think really helps the bullpen. I think the Braves have struggled against the Phillies because of the lack of left-handed pitching with Tyler Matzik's uh, elbow issues, both in 2022 and this year. And I, I think, you know, they went out and they signed Reynaldo Lopez today, a fireballer. I think the bullpen is set. They they cut a lot of the dead wood, kind of the, you know, you know, the middle of the, the pack kind of guys. I feel like the bullpen is just kind of really stacked now. And uh, I I saw a comment on social media today that I'm going to steal. Somebody said, this bullpen is Brian Snicker proof. Where, you know, you, you, you can't, it, it, it's manager proof. You can't make a bad move going to the bullpen the way the bullpen set up now. But they do need to go out and get that front line starter. And I think, you know, knowing how the Braves operate, I, I wouldn't put them behind, you know, pursuing Shohei Otani too just kind of the double down with all the team friendly contracts they have. I think, you know, 
they're kind of pushing all their chips in because, you know, the window's open from now until 2030 when Acuna's contract's up. So you might as well just kind of go for the short term and just go all in. Yeah. So I I checked the internet this morning, but when did – was that a Monday deal? Was that a Tuesday deal? I didn't see anything this morning. When was that uh, – when was that deal that you just talked about? Was that a Monday? Uh, Reynaldo Lopez? Yeah, it was a Monday deal. Okay, I'm sorry, I missed it this morning when I was when I was going through. Um, and so perfect. Okay, so the um, I like that. Hey, the where where the Braves are at, which make them dangerous, right? Is straight up dangerous. Is as you saw with the Diamondbacks, as you saw with the Orioles, with you saw with a number of different teams. Speed is now we're going back to '80s baseball where it's speed and you guys have that with Acuna, you have that with Albies. Some of these guys can run and they can put the ball in play and move people around. Right. And so pitching is the key. Uh, let me ask all three of you a, a sidebar question. Um, if you can get it for the right amount. So I like what Philip said, get, get Otani for a couple of seasons. Let's see what, what he can really come back at. You know, is he going to be able to hit like he hit even with his elbow? So I like that. Do you go after Blake Snell? Uh, Thomas, what do you think? Yes. You have to go after a pitcher with the caliber of Blake Snell. And hopefully someone as good with a pickoff move as Max Freed, he can try to teach the other pitchers, especially the new guys coming into the team this year, because I know we're going to get some starting pitching help. If he can get them to the same caliber pickoff of being able to hold runners that he is at, we'll be a lot better against those Diamondback teams. We'll be a lot better against those those uh, Philadelphia Philly teams that just like to run willy-nilly. So the pitchers have to get better at holding the runners on with this new rule change. We have to get there. Okay, so um, – okay. Now remind me, does Max come back this season or is he a free agent? He's coming back for 2024, and he will be a free agent after that if we don't re-sign him. Okay. So Jackson and Phillip, do you guys bring back or do you go after Blake Snell or do you you pass on him? Uh, I mean, if it's me, I go after Yoshinobu Yamamoto. You know how big of a fan I am of him, Bill, over That's Blake true. Snell, because I'm going to say a very unpopular baseball opinion, judging other baseball opinions. I think Blake Snell is kind of one of those guys where he's really good or he's kind of meh. And I think as a championship caliber team, you, you need a guy that's going to bring consistency you know and i know the the npb isn't the mlb but you know yamamoto's track record as a winner as a competitor definitely puts him ahead of blake snow for me also he's only 25 so you know lots of upside there what do you think philip i like blake let's spend some new york mets money without the new york mets results and bring in some more pitching so i just want to see the people in the south try to pronounce yoshimoto that's that's what I'm looking for. They're I wanna... quick to throw a nickname out there. He'll have a nickname <laughs> yeah. before he steps on the field. Uh, oh, he'll just be Yoshi. They're not going to. Yeah, I was just going to say he's going to be Yoshi or something like that. <laughs> we'll give a nickname. Right now, we give we give nicknames out in the south. So <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say, Philip. I'm not seeing a bunch of people saying you know his full name. There's no way it's going to be Yoshi or Yo. Yo's on the mound. Close enough. <laughs> <down. laughs> Y'all want to go to Waffle House? Yeah, after Yo pitches. So, <laughs> all right. So, final question for you guys, because I love 
talking Braves baseball. I was on a podcast earlier this week and I, I just, I said, you know, they were asking me about some things. I said, I remember hating the Braves because there wasn't a map in the MLB offices and the Braves were in the National League West. And so it was always Dodgers Braves fighting for something. Um, yet you had to fly over Chicago, which was in the National League East to get to Atlanta. Uh, so it never made sense to me, but whatever. Um, any concerns? So Jackson, I'm going to start with you. Um, any concerns you have for the 2024 season? Uh, as we speak right now, the only thing that Philly's done is they've offered Nola a long-term deal, right? They haven't necessarily gotten better. Uh, I think Washington still has a team. I'm not quite sure. Um, uh, uh, I, I think Washington has a, a team, but I'm not quite sure. Um, so you guys are are having a good time with it. So tell me, where are your concerns? Jackson? Uh, concerns? Uh, starting pitching until they sign a frontline starter. That's that's kind of the only concern. And then other than that, it's just going out there and performing. Jackson, you want me to make some phone calls? Do you want? Are you trying to get me to lace it up again? I haven't <laughs> pitched competitively in several years, but you need me to lace it up. Thomas, if you get a run top ten, I'll just lace it up for the Braves. Okay. Is that okay? Uh, yeah, you might have to donate one percent to the Braves Foundation, though. It's, it is mandatory. Well, they will non-tender you. They will. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Talking about a Braves union at its finest, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay, so pitching's your your big uh, thing, Philip. Uh, thoughts on the twenty twenty three season as far or twenty twenty four as far as concerns. Um, definitely the pitching concern once. Let's bring in somebody. If it's not Blake, it's somebody else. Let's uh, pursue uh, college football coach buyout money towards uh, Shoney Otani. And um, the third thing I want to see in 2024 is the in-stadium Waffle House stand come back inside yes. Tourist Field. So <laughs> I want to get I, my hash brown smothered and covered and watch the Braves game. So, so I – I'm going to be honest with you. I'm at Truth Field. I saw that thing and I kind of laughed. And Thomas is like, there's where the first thing Thomas says when we go up to that upper deck where it was at, he's like, there's where the Waffle House thing is. And I'm, to me, being a Southern California boy, I'm like, so. <laughs> but then I realized what that meant to, to fans. I'm thinking, well, this is a big deal. That's a My very bad. big deal. This is a big deal. Oh. Uh, that's like Would you not want a in and out inside Dodger Stadium? <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Or that, that, yeah, that's a good point. I was going to say changing the name of the Dodger Dog from Dodger Dog to Extremely Long Hot Dog or something like that. Just not good. So I get it. Uh, Thomas, 24, 24 concerns. Of course, pitching, that's on the field. But off the field, in the locker room, we have missed this all podcast so far. Look at the leadership. We lost both base coaches this offseason. Eric Young Sr., gone. Uncle Ron, gone. Those are big shoes to fill. So I'm I'm concerned for the leadership of the team. You could see routinely hours and hours before the gates open in the ballpark. Uncle Ron's out there with all the infielders doing some some base drills, doing some um, some fielding drills, just getting them ready for anything they might see in the game. They look forward to that. That is what they're used to. So how are they going to be able to navigate that themselves now without Uncle Ron being there? I'm concerned about leadership. And that's a 
that's actually a very fair concern um, because what people don't see, the baseball pierce that gets there early, they see it. But same thing with Dino Evil. I mean, I, I get to the stadium, I see Dino Evil hitting ground balls, you know, working with guys, and you're thinking, you're this guy's like in his 50s and 60s, what are you doing? But they're, you know, that's what they do. That they they keep it going. So that's that's good. Um, okay. Any final thoughts, Thomas? You have any uh you have a question? Any final thoughts before we wrap up? I do have a question for the group, and this one kind of applies to all baseball fans here, especially you, Bill, being a uh, Dodger fan. What price would it take for you to bring Trevor Bauer back on your team? Because Bauer kind of – he kind of lit it up at the end of this last season. I know he comes with a lot of baggage, but that caliber pitcher, if he's on where he can be, would you be okay with that being on your team? Let's go with Jackson. Jackson, lead us off there. Yeah. Well, uh, I don't think there's room Thanks, for – Thanks, Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I don't think his personality would clash well with the Braves locker room. I think they already have – I don't want to say too much personality, but there is a lot of personality. Uh, you know, there is kind of – I don't want to call it a click, but a, a strong core of Latin American players who bring the personality to the team. I think – Trevor Bauer's personality would maybe clash with that. And okay. I'd be more worried about bothering my established players, and most notably the MVP. Yeah. You know. I mean, Bauer was winking at Acuna last time he was in the league. So, yeah, I, I, I just, I don't see it. He doesn't just see, he doesn't seem like a good fit for Atlanta. Yeah. You know, personality wise, I mean, talent wise, probably, but pers- personality is an underrated facet of professional sports team chemistry. So, I got you. How you feel, Philip? Uh, there's no amount of money that uh, I would pay Trevor <laughs> Brown. Um, and I'll and I'll tell you why. I knew that he was innocent when it first happened. Okay, the the guy may not control his urges, but he's not stupid. Um, now this decision probably cost him, I don't know, ten twenty million dollars, but. How much money is enough? I mean, the guy's made plenty of money in his career. He can retire. If, as long as he hasn't been stupid, he could retire tomorrow and be fine. Here's my issue. UCLA, the Arizona Diamondbacks, the Cincinnati uh, Reds, the Cleveland Indians, back when it was still the Cleveland Indians, and the Los Angeles Dodgers have all had issues with him. Okay? Um, he's not going to change his spots. And stop and think about it. Your team, I'm sorry, I'll say this in the South. Y'all's team, how'd I do, Philip? Did I do okay with my y'all? I'm working on it. Being down in Texas so much, I'm working on it. But your team is very family friendly. Okay. So stop and think for a second. Is Matt Olson and his wife and their kids going to invite Trevor over with a date for dinner? Yeah. Probably not because they don't know who Trevor's going to bring. Yeah. Okay. The Dodgers had the same issue with JT, with uh, with um, uh, Corey Seager, with uh, what's his name, uh, uh, Clayton Kershaw. So there's no amount of money. Okay, now he's a very good pitcher, and do I think that he belongs to be in the MLB? Yes, but you have to find a club like a Baltimore that will take him on. That's full of a bunch of guys that aren't married, younger guys. Just my own personal opinion. Kill me if you want from it, but. Yeah. And Anderson, what you got? 
I wouldn't dismiss it out of hand. Um, I think the Braves should sit down with Trevor Bauer and have what we in the South call a come to Jesus meeting and, uh, you know, and say, you know, find out. Has he been visited by the ghost of Christmas past, present, and, and yet to be? Um, and if, if they don't get that vibe, then yes. Like you said, okay, we, we think he's just going to make the same mistake again. But, you know, having your career ended, almost ended like this, um, mm -hmm. it, it could have changed. Like I said, sit down and have a heart-to-heart -heart with him. Feel it out with Acuna and some of the other players. And if they're instantly like, no, no, then it then it dies right there. Yeah. But, you know, it, it won't hurt to talk, you know. No, but it's there's, but Thomas, to answer your original question, how much money? Listen, there's you said it perfectly a second ago with Uncle Ron, which I had never heard that before. But Uncle Ronnie, um, and uh, with losing Eric Young Senior, right? So you said it perfectly there. There's the on the field antics, right, and how good you are. There's the off the field stuff that people don't see because you travel with these people for 180 days a, se uh, a season you get to know their personalities things like that is that team building or is that don't want to bring a cancer in i see it i got you yeah so i i don't know now no disrespect to trevor trevor if you listen to this um no disrespect to you at all i think you're a fantastic pitcher but there's history there and so you know, what are you going to do? Right. Yeah. But that's my last, my last thought. It was just beating in the back of my head. So I want to throw that out there. Would you sign him? And for how much? I would sign him after just like uh, Philip said, having that coming to Jesus meeting, making okay. sure we have a four hour talk just to see what he's thinking, what's going on in his head. And if I do sign him, it's going to be for a one year deal. I'm not throwing more than five mil at you. And this is going to be a one-season tryout to see how you're going to be for one season. We're not extending you until we know how you're going to play off the field. We know we know he does good on the field. I don't see how he does off the field. That's a good call because, honestly, I just oh, – that's a great question. We'll take that one offline for a second, too. Yeah. Uh, Philip Jackson, anything you want to add to today's uh, – which – was going smooth until Thomas said, watch this. Let me throw you a curveball, and let's see if you swing at the pitch in the dirt. Um, <laughs> no, I'm teasing. Philip Jackson, anything you want to guys add? I'm glad to see that the All-Star game is coming back to Atlanta. Uh, it should have come with an apology, but, you know, I'll take what I can get. <laughs> I'm already saving up money for those tickets. I will be in attendance at that All-Star game. I don't care what job I have. I don't care where I'll be living at the time. I will be at that All-Star game. Uh, Thomas, what happens if Top Gun Rivalry is going to be there in 2025? Hey, I, I'm going to be there. Hey, there I'm, right, I'm right there with you. There you go. Jackson, any other thoughts? Any other thoughts? Uh, vote for Andrew Jones to go to the Hall of Fame. Yes. There you go. There you go. There you go. Well, Top Gun Rivalry followers, the, the thing that the – there you go. Thomas is all the Big 25. You're not going to be able to see it because it's just audio, but he's all the Big 25. Uh, top fan rivalry followers. First of all, we need to thank Philip. We need to thank Jackson. We need to thank Thomas for being on this Friday morning after Thanksgiving. I know it's difficult. Also, we need to make sure that whatever you're doing, when you're, you're safely in a spot where you're not driving, please go to YouTube, subscribe to both uh, Food and Fitted's um, with Philip and subscribe to Chopped House Chatter. 
They both have tremendous content. While you're there, subscribe to uh, Top Banner Rivalry. Yeah, I've already done that. But please, they have great content. They're great followers of Top Banner Rivalry. Um, I think at least one of them is going to be at FanFest. Um, so I uh, I don't know that everybody's going to be at – I haven't beat up Philip enough yet to find out if he's going to come. I know Jackson has some conflicts, but I'm expecting to have Thomas there. Um, if Thomas isn't there, we might just fold top fan rivalry completely. So everything <laughs> is on your shoulders. Thomas. No pressure at all. Thank you. No pressure whatsoever. No, I'm teasing. But, fellas, thanks for spending your Friday with us. We do appreciate it. Let, yeah, thank you. Thanks, thanks for having us. Let's do it again soon. All right, yeah. chop on. Chop yeah. on.